What's up, everybody? Thanks again for joining me for another edition of March 4th with Mike Bauman. I, of course, am your host, Mike Bauman. Whoever you are, wherever you are listening from, thank you so much for checking out the podcast. If you're a returning listener, I greatly appreciate your continued love and support. And if you're a brand new listener of the show, man, thank you so much for hopping aboard that pirate ship. You can follow me on Instagram at March4thPod, on YouTube at March4thPod. My website is March4th.podbean.com. The link tree with all of my stuff is in the podcast description for this episode. Y'all made it here, so you found us somehow. And I truly appreciate each and every one of you checking out another edition of the March 4th with Mike Bauman podcast. I hope that life finds you well right now. I hope that uh, you're smiling and shining out there with this summer heat that you're trying to stay cool, putting on that SPF. Uh, But if you're not in the greatest spirits, man, know that that's okay too. It's okay not to be okay. That's what this show is all about. That's the meaning behind the name March 4th for all you brand new listeners, first timers on the on the pod here. It's about perseverance. It's about moving forward. It's about facing your demons and your challenges and overcoming. And believe me when I say you have the power within you to overcome, to face those challenges and come out stronger and better and happier. Love yourself. Love each other. There's a lot of people who love you. Never forget that. And that's what this show is all about, man, is walking through the darkness to get to the light. Uh, You know, being happy doesn't mean that you're going to be happy all the time. Having a successful life doesn't mean you're going to get all the things that you want. And in fact, I have found in my life that it's when I embraced difficult challenges and changes. And I still have to remind myself of this, especially when I get in sort of a fear-based mentality, that when I have faced difficult challenges and changes and things that were a little scary, a little daunting, on the other side of that fear, there was a lot of love, there was a lot of positivity, there was a lot of growth. Even when things didn't work out the way that I had hoped or wanted, I got answers that helped make me a stronger, more resilient human being. So uh, if you're not doing the greatest right now, know that it's okay, man, and know that there's people who love you and that there's people who want to see you shine. And uh, love yourself too, man. That's important, to love yourself and, and recognize the power you have to create a positive ripple effect in your community. Um, and one one person can have a huge positive impact, man. So never forget that. So not that she asked for my advice, but this is my show, and I want to start it with a uh, with a positive vibe. Not to mention that uh, I'm not really a big coffee drinker, but uh, for my birthday, my madre, shout out mom, I love you, she got me a Keurig when she came to visit me here in Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, I got to tell you guys, it's uh, it's really convenient to have that Keurig, but the caffeine gets me a little too hyped up. It gets me a little too litty lit lit, you know what I'm saying? So I only had about eight ounces of that this morning because uh, I went to a great local show last night in Nashville. Shout out to the end and exit in Zacapalooza. A lot of great bands, man. It was cool to get out in the local community. Shout out Josh from Royalty Cult, a dope band that you guys need to keep your name on as well. Josh has a heck of a voice, and I'm happy that I've met a new friend here who's relatively new to the Music City. I digress, but. Uh, just positive vibes all the way around, man. It's uh, it's crazy that we're in the dog days of summer, as it were. We're more than halfway through the year, you know, but uh, there's a lot of good things on the horizon. I don't know about you guys, but I'm a big football fan, so this is a very exciting time of the year for me as a big sports fan, in addition to loving music the way that I do. Uh, I've been in the same fantasy football league with my, my eldest brother, Brandon. Shout out, man. I love you. Uh, for like 10 years and I've never won. So 
either I'm crazy or I'm really resilient, but last year I came in second place. So uh, I'm inching closer and closer to the chip, you know what I mean? So uh, I'm excited for that, and really I'm just excited for cooler weather, man. It has been a scorcher this summer. I mean, it has been like super hot here in Nashville, even for like the south, you know what I mean? It's been like crazy humid. Even waiting uh, to get into the show last night, I was like, holy shnikes, it's uh, it's a little little dank out here, man, but... Uh, but yeah, I'm just really excited for what's on the horizon for the rest of the year. Got some good shows coming up. And, you know, like I said, this show is all about persevering, moving forward, going through the darkness to get to the light. So even though we go to some tough places in this podcast, it's all done out of letting you guys know that you're not alone. We all go through struggles and we all have the power within us to overcome. And this week's guest is, you know, the total embodiment of, of what the theme of this show is all about. So I'm going to get right to it. These guys are from Pine Grove, Pennsylvania. They are none other than the Art of Deception. Awesome metal band. If you love August Burns Red, Whitechapel, uh, you will love these guys. If you love a band like After the Burial as well. Uh, and these guys are, you know, like I said, they're the embodiment of persevering and move, moving forward and overcoming challenges. Like a lot of bands, they've had their ups and downs over the years. They've gone through lineup changes, but uh, what I really love about what they've done is they've stuck to it, and their sound has grown, and you can really hear that if you go back and listen to their first self-titled EP, which came out back in 2015. They followed that up with their Searching for an Escape EP, <clears throat> excuse me, which came out in 2017, and their latest single, Despondency, just came out at the beginning of June, and both the music video... And the Spotify streams are right around 15,000. It's gotten a lot of great reviews. Um, and it, it it's deals with some really difficult subject matter. Uh, Nolan, the vocalist, uh, you know, really opens up on this show in particular about that, um, about the challenges, uh, as well as the rest of the guys that are on this show from the band, about the challenges they've gone through over the last several years, but also about just the development of their sound. You know, if you like metalcore, if you like deathcore, if you like, you know, uh, heavy vocals, if you love great rhythm, these guys do all of it. Uh, you know, some of my favorites from those guys over the years are Save Yourself, Family Portrait, Take Me Back, which, as you guys will hear, has has a, has a, um, a special meaning behind it. It's a great tribute. And then all the way up to Signals, Infernal Wasteland, Destroy, Consume, Rebuild, Afflictions, divination all the way up to despondency I, i'm i'm genuinely a big fan of what these guys are doing um in pennsylvania there's a lot of history shout out to the aforementioned august burns red we get into that um and about their influence just as a band who's made it out of there and made a lot of noise in the metal community but uh but we go to some tough places in this conversation you know and i don't say that as a warning or anything like that necessarily but uh this one gets really heavy and emotional and and even though it's not uncommon on this show for it to get like that, I'm just prefacing it that it's all done, like I said, in a positive way. Um, we open up on this one. I open up about my struggles with anxiety and compulsions and heartbreak and death and all all of these things. But I felt uh, a real kinship with the guys from The Art of Deception on this one. And, um, you know, if, if you're a fan of the show, if you're a first-time listener to the show, uh, know that it gets heavy, but it's done in, in a good way. You know, literally and figuratively, this one is heavy, both with the music and with the subject matter. But um, 
I think you guys are really going to enjoy this conversation and you're really going to enjoy the story of the art of deception. So without further ado, I'm going to shut my big yapper and give you guys my conversation with Nolan, Jared, Travis, and Marcus from the art of deception. Here it is. All right, dudes. Well, I, again, I appreciate you taking the time. Um, it was it was really cool to go back through your discography after Johnny got me in touch with you guys to come on the show. And Despondency's been doing really well. It's it's off your forthcoming EP, Eminence. But uh, the Art of Deception. Thank you so much for joining the pod, fellas. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having Thanks, us. Man. Thank you. You're welcome. So just before we officially get started, why don't you guys let people know your name and, and your role in the band? And that way, when you guys speak, people know who's talking, man. Okay. I am Noel Matier, the vocalist of the band. No, me. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm Jared Moser. I play the bass. Travis Stein, play the drums. I'm Marcus Kassab. I play guitar. And to make it official, because <laughs> no one knows this yet, he is our officially a, a new guitar player in our band. Awesome. Well, w- welcome aboard, man. And uh, yeah, again, thank you guys for, and for joining. Brett, Brett's with us. Brett, Brett is still with the band. Yeah, Just Brett, to clear yeah. this up, Brett is still in the band. Brett is playing a show right now with his other band, Monument of the Memory. Please check them out. Check out his other projects that he's involved with. We love you, Brett. So for you guys, man, just just as kind of a, a place to start and, and reading up about you and listen to your music. Um, the first EP was, was the self-titled EP back in 15. Um, and then searching for an escape was was 17. And then since that time, over the last six years, you guys have, have cranked out some singles, um, you know, led by the latest one, Despondency, which just came out in June. But I do like to go way back if it's cool, especially as fellow heavy music fans. I don't know if you can see my shirt, but I'm I'm rocking the Gojira. But uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> It's always cool when um when I meet people who are also into into headbanging man and and it's 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 kind of like the, the Spider-Man meme, you know what I mean? You're like, oh, you like it too. Yeah, yeah. So for you guys, man, um growing up in Pennsylvania, I I from looking it up, Pine Grove um is where the band is, and that's that's northeast of Harrisburg. So it's um, I think it's from looking at the map, it doesn't look like it's too far from Philly either. Obviously, Philly's got a rich music history, but can you guys talk to me a little bit about just getting into heavy music? Like what, what was, what was the moment or the band or the person that kind of sparked your interest in, in, in heavy music? From each individual standpoint or just kind of yeah. us, how we, I guess I'm trying to see the best yeah. answer. That. <laughs> hey Nolan, what bands, uh, what bands? Well, okay. So I guess heavy music and stuff. Well, I'm, I mean, I think the the band or the thing that got me into music and or just like pursuing vocals and stuff, a lot of people always scratch their head when I say this because their artist's work as of late isn't isn't my favorite. But uh, Census Fail was actually like one of the first uh, bands. I found them on AOL Music Player. I nice. think it was back in like, oh, four or five or something like that i have no idea but it came up randomly and it was uh their music video and i remember my dad uh, i told him to go pick that up at the store fye fye yeah and he went and he was looking around and the sales clerk uh went up to him and says are you having a problem finding anything he's like yeah my son said he was looking for this let it unfold you 
my senses fail. And the guy's like, huh, we didn't even put it out because we don't even know who the band is. And it's, it's one of those things that I didn't think about it till later on. Like, wow, man, I got probably like one of the first CDs that they had dropped off at that, at that store. But senses fail, man, I don't know. I uh, hadn't listened to screaming music and there was a couple songs on there that had screaming stuff. And I was like, wow, this is really different, but I find this to be really cool. And then found myself wanting to scream. Jared, what about you? All right. So I would say I was watching TRL with my older sisters because they were about Hanson and boy band craze. But I remember there was a TRL interview with a band called Corn, And <laughs> my sister was, we're just like, oh, they, they're disgusting. It's just, it's just noise. I can't even understand it. And I just see these guys tattoo, long hair, the dreads. And I was just like, I was definitely fascinated. It was when uh, I think Issues or Untouchables. So like early 2000s corn when they were going into like some of their. Yeah. And then I would say I through them got into system of a down who became the band i would just i uh oh boy this ages me i asked the i used to go to swim like swim team in the summer i was like at a local pool and i had to ride my bike five or six miles from my house there i would carabiner my walkman cd player with toxicity in it and just clip it to the handlebars and just try to be like, okay, can I pedal and get all the way into town before Chop Suey finishes through? And so I ended up getting in great shape and listening to a lot of System of a Down. And then from there, it just kind of progressed. I got into a variety of music, but I would say System of a Down, Corn were like the ones where I was like, oh, yeah. my sisters don't like it. I'm going to like it. Well, ironically, it was sisters for me. It's I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no no you're fine go ahead man I was just gonna say yeah um it, the TRL days that's I I miss that era of MTV I, I related so much to to you talking about corn just because I I loved it when they would knock the band boys off like the top videos yeah yeah they were yeah. <laughs> oh. sorry man go ahead I was gonna say for me so I ride my bike five heavy stuff uh i was still in middle school i knew i always wanted to play drums i actually learned to play trombone but it's like man i wanted to play drums and i heard beast and the harlot from avenged sample city of evil that was the album it was just like just i got fixated on it it's like i had to go get a drum kit and then the white avenged sample down came out and the rest of its history i you know the double bell parts from almost easy uh and just from there on going forward, uh, August Burns Red, Lancaster, the local voice. And I've just been obsessed with more metalcore bands going forward and just learning and trying to evolve as a musician. But that's, I mean, Avenged Sevenfold is always going to be my bread and butter. You know, that's that's what I grew up on. Shout out to the Rev, man. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. I feel a little bit. Like my uh, intro has a little bit less credibility with the, I got into it. My friend, I didn't listen to metal really when I was growing up. And uh, my friend showed me asking Alexandria. This was when I was in like seventh grade and uh, the final episode, it just came out. Um, oh, yeah. And I was hooked on that. 
that album was sick. Um, and then he was showing me Attack Attack, you know, that kind of metalcore was what kind of introduced me to everything. And it's really not what I listen to anymore, but I still go back and check them out. And I'm like, man, it aged pretty well. Yeah. And then answering on Brett's behalf. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not like this. It, Brett's on answered. Brett's behalf, I'll just say, I think it's funny. He might be like the younger of all of us, but he's like an old soul. Like, I think it, I would say Metallica. Yeah, say, Metallica has to be mentioned. Like, the oh, way yeah. he attacks a guitar yeah, or any instrument and vocal, like yeah. that and down picking. That down, down picking. That's his, like, that's his thing. Insane. Yeah. And I mean, but like you mentioned Gojira, he's a big yeah, fan. Yeah, big Gojira fan, man. Just, but I would, I think if he were here, he would say Metallica. 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 You're oh, no. I, I hate to speculate, but <laughs> yeah. I hate to speculate. I appreciate you guys sharing that, man. Yeah, those those are all bands that uh, it's it's cool that all of them are still killing it to it. And Hog okay. Turns Red was was a band that I um, I wrote down. Because, um, you know, even in, in some of the press release stuff that Johnny sent me was like, you know, for fans of August Burns Red and Whitechapel after the burial, um, obviously all heavy hitters. Um, but I, I just knew August Burns Red was was from PA, too, you know, and they've had like a, a steady rise over the last several years. I think was it last year they did that tour with was it Kill Switch? I think. Uh, yeah. I think it got messed up because of the pandemic and then they like yeah. redid the dates and stuff. Um, but but those guys are those guys are awesome and and so I, I wondered if there was any not necessarily in how you guys sound in particular but if there was any just influence or just in terms of seeing a band from kind of that area where you guys are from you know break through and, and become the oh. band that they um, if that that had an effect on you guys at all I'd say a lot of the music scene yeah that is in Harrisburg. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I just, is, I just think PA. I mean, tri-state area. You can even say. Um, I think a lot of local bands. Yeah, some people, if you if you listen to the band and didn't even know and had a blindfold on, you can be like, "Wow, this is a pretty sick signed band." And that's that's a lot of bands from this tri-state area that are just crushing, I mean, crushing it right now. I was going to say Texas in July. They just yeah. put out a new single, reuniting. Yeah, yeah reuniting. Um. But yeah, no, you can definitely tell with the August Burns. There's definitely metal for, I would say they are the, I don't know that the area would be the music scene it is without, without someone like that. Yeah. Just doing a big 20 year tour for them as well. It's just, the, it's nice knowing that metal's still growing, even for a band like that 20 years ago, like I want to say Parkway and all these other bands that have also been doing these, uh, tours like this it's just it's great to see that yeah i just it's it's funny you mentioned parkway i just got a chance to see them in february um some mutual friends down here uh one of them is in um memphis mayfire uh shout out kellen mcgregor he's super <laughs> nice nice down to earth guy not even like name dropping either because i'm not like that at all but he's just a super for anybody listening to this he's like one of the kindest people ever and he's just a, a monster producer and guitar player but um but yeah they went on tour with those guys and they were here in february and that was the first time i had seen parkway live i was kicking myself because a few years ago like pre-apocalypse pandemic they were on tour also with uh phil switch and yeah. uh out before i could get tickets and uh to see to see parkway live uh kind of i mean not sound wise they're not similar 
to Gojira at all, but but just in terms of like that visceral, like like when I saw Gojira a little over a year ago with Deftones, like my whole body was like reverbing during that show. It was just so crazy, just the rhythm and like the syncopation and just the way Gojira plays. And Parkway has that like like the way they galvanize the crowd and Memphis too. Their 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 record remade in misery is some of my favorite work from them. But to see that show was just so cool to see see the crowd control and like you said, the fact that all these guys, you know, 20 years later, even more for some of them after they started, that they're still really at the top of their game. You know, it's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. So for you guys, man, like it, it was really cool. Like I said, going back and listening to and, I, and I'm a metalhead. So I was like, I, I want to check out from like the 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 beginnings uh, to, to where you guys are now. And I feel like there was definitely a progression, too. And I know you've had some lineup changes, but like, you know, I, I think there was definitely a progression from, I would say, you know, melodic metalcore to to more like deathcore and kind of stuff that you guys are doing now. Can you talk about uh, that progression, especially kind of leading up to despondency? Because there was definitely, there was definitely some some cool moments over the years. Like I, I really loved um, Infernal Wasteland. That one's got a cool. I, I think J- Jamie uh, Jossa from Hatebreed I think likes to reference it as like alarm clock riffs, but there's a cool kind of alarm clock. <laughs> moment towards the end of that one i i really loved it um afflictions has done well for you guys and i really love that too divination and then obviously this latest release but um it was really cool to see the progression of the band over the last eight years can you guys just kind of talk about the development of the the sound and the influences and kind of the current lineup and where you guys are today well one thank you that's, <laughs> thank you that, that, that does mean a lot um it's good to like i say uh we talked to someone, our, our manager says sometimes we kind of have our face against uh, the paper, so to speak, and can't really see the bigger picture of stuff. And uh, you saying that is kind of just a, a, a reminder. And, you know, we're very thankful for everyone that's listened. I mean, we wouldn't we wouldn't be here without people listening to this and supporting this and sharing it. And you doing this today, we're very thankful for. Um, that being said about the progression, um, I don't think a lot of people know that I partake a lot in the the writing of the stuff. Uh, uh, I'm not the greatest guitar player in the world or anything, but I like to write. And with a crew of people around me, I, I feel like we've done a pretty good job. That being said, in terms of progression, I, I think our early sound from like our self-titled EP was really getting our feet wet with stuff and kind of experimenting. I, I really do love to do cleans. This is something where I was going to say, I think been... it also was, they usually, I hear a lot of artists say like your first few things, you definitely, you could see who your influences are as you're finding your own footing. But like people have said like, Oh, I can now see the census fail or Silverstein influence. Yeah. Um, more than uh, in addition to like the metal core yeah. elements. Absolutely. Um, um, yeah, because we do have another single on there that uh, is called Take Me Back Rewind that I think some people probably look at it and say, is this, a, why is you, is this the same band? Why did you do that? Is this the same band? I mean, they got a music video. They look at, like the same yeah. band. Like, this must be them. Um, yeah. I mean, and that song in particular definitely has a strong message, too. Um, a lot of, I mean, a lot of the writing is fueled from depression and past experiences and everything else but in terms of like the instrumental side of it and why it's progressed the way is um i think we've just grown i think the things yeah. we listen to uh 
I don't think I'm listening to the same stuff now that I was listening back to in 2015. I also felt, you know, um, a certain way about stuff. I also didn't have a certain skill set when writing and the people around me didn't have that same skill set. And I think in this almost getting closer to the decade, it's pretty wild looking at some of these songs. I mean, I remember working on Prophecy and, and saying to the guys, I physically can't play this on guitar. I, I, we, I, this is, this is, I, this is, this is nuts. This is really, really cool. Like we're really pushing ourselves right now. And this new EP, I, I, I speak volumes for everyone. That's, that was a part of making this and stuff in this band that it's, it's a challenge. It is a task. I mean, um, we've already put out the track listing and stuff. One of the songs on it called isolated. I mean, I know for him on drums and for me on vocals, I, it's, it's like doing three songs in one. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sweating face. It's just melting during this, but I mean, that's, I think that's also something that's fueled the change and stuff. I mean, I'm very gravitated towards screaming for those people that want cleans. We are talking about it. <laughs> I'm actively continuing to work on my clean stuff, but right now there's this big push. We really are vibing with this the heavy element very low and in your face very scary very like whoa type of moments Mm um we're just vibing on that yeah yeah it was cool i really actually uh from the self-titled ep i really loved uh was it save yourself i think it was like the second third track. i really enjoyed that one and it's and it's so cool kind of like what you're talking about i mean the the juxtaposition of that one versus uh something like despondency i think if i think if people didn't know the band name and you just played like a heavy music fan those two songs i think that's what's cool about your guys's progression they they might think like that's a different band or a different vocalist so you know and to me that's a compliment because it's cool how you guys switch it up and i i really i really enjoyed take me back rewind like that that was a cool you know introspective song like and like you said i mean you it sounds like man you, you kind of wear your heart on your sleeve when you when you sing um and 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 have that raw emotion so it's it, to me it's cool to have kind of those moments and then see the the heavier like death elements in what you guys are doing now even the look of the music video uh uh for despondency was really cool so yeah I, I like it's kind of show their their versatility and don't don't just do the same thing four or five albums in a row and i think the fans that really stick with you guys um you know appreciate that like some of some of my favorite bands whether it's like alter bridge or seven dust uh or even corn you know what i mean like i think what's cool about those bands is they all have retained their core sound so the elements and how they play and and you know what comes out of their head and into the instruments and and how they sing it's like it's all there but there's a growth you know like if you go back and listen to like you know home from seven dust and then you listen to the new stuff they've put out it's like oh this is still seven dust but there's just this cool kind of uptick and progression so yeah i think that i think it's cool that you guys have been able to do that over eight years man thank you thank you thank you so can i can i ask because it it kind of felt like looking at the singles there was definitely i would say the, correct me if I'm wrong, but the seeds, I think, of kind of the sound that you guys have now, to me, I, I really started to hear that in like signals around like 18. So was there kind of a shift in like 18, 19, as far as the more uh, like the heavier kind of direction and in, in terms of, um, you know, moving away from like 
again, more of a, maybe like a metalcore melodic sound to, to what you're doing now. Cause it, fe it felt like that one, like signals, um, in infernal wasteland, like those were definitely kind of a shift. Was, was that sort of a pivotal point in the band or is it just, yeah. just, yeah, I mean, you nail it. Yeah. So those signals was the first song we wrote with like an, a new lineup. lineup in the sense that like the previous two people that were playing or searching for an escape in the self-titled and writing guitar were no longer uh in the band so i think that's actually when we did the take me back take that me was back. when we wrote like yes so yeah let me let, sorry this is kind of going all over the place let me let me at least talk about taking back and you can lead in this I yes this will be good so okay. take me back what happened was when take me back uh came about was we our two guitarists that were in the band decided to part ways mutual mutual decision we're all cool um the uh the direction then was kind of on the table because we had no guitar players it was back to me just solely writing by myself so i tracked take me back on guitar and we had this song and brett and casey at the time were not in the band kind of were putting the feelers out i hadn't really known who the heck was going to be filling the role and um we then decided to not work with the guy we were recording take me back with we had the song done it was already in our possession and the guys got in the group and i sat there and talked to them and said if we don't release take me back rewind i don't think the song's ever going to release and I really think there's a strong message and stuff behind it, which I don't, do you know meaning behind taking back rewind? I don't. I think so. I, lo I lost my sister around that time period. Um, so I, that's like the main source of inspiration and stuff for writing the lyrics. And um, it's another reason really why I wanted to put it out. But at that time too, we were not sure, is that the route we're going to go? And like we don't get me wrong for anyone that's listening that likes take me back rewind uh there's songs on my computer right now i have an ep worth of stuff that's in that vein it's just i was probably going to put it out for anyone that's following my social media and stuff it's probably going to put it out as a as a, my own little solo pop punk ep because a lot of it's stuff that i've individually worked on and tracked um that being said we kind of just decided that Going heavier is ultimately what's in my personal heart and the rest of our hearts. I mean, his tattoo on his arm is August Burns Red. I mean, to sit here and say that, you know, Silverstein is the exact route we're going to go and, you know, go at it with. We love Silverstein. I mean, I love, so I'm speaking on the back behalf that I love Silverstein. I love cleans. I love stuff with passion and melody and meaning behind it those bands will never they'll never leave my heart i follow them all the time silverstein's crushing it right now yeah. i mean that's a band that somehow was in that metalcore-ish area and that thing in that time period it was well known kind of got lost in the radar well-respected band they're still they were still touring but now their newest stuff they're releasing is on par with all the current bands that are out there, that's a band that's really transformed, but it's still the Silverstein sound. You can listen to it and say, this is still Silverstein, man. This is his cleans. That's the same vocalist, man. This is really cool. So 
from that forward and uh infernal wasteland was you know another song in the back pocket and we just were like we want to go heavier and we went that route and signals and all that other stuff collective effort between brett and casey in the band at that time and uh we were just going to uh the same releasing signal route because like you said we're just trying to figure out what our right sound was um it made more sense for us to kind of just put out a couple singles and then i mean i'm just going to go and speak the rest of the story now since we're kind of on the topic of it um we unfortunately lost our guitarist Casey. He decided to part with the band. Uh, we wish him the best of luck. He left a couple months ago and Marcus is here now and we're focused on putting the CP out, which it's, I don't want to give away the exact dates and stuff because we don't have it solidified, but another single from Eminence is coming sooner than later and the EP is going to drop sooner than later and we have stuff that's going to follow the ep and we're looking forward to just keep cranking out tunes right now we're vibing with the people that are here and we're very thankful that there's people that are listening we're thankful that we get to meet up every weekend and work on stuff and we hope people are eager to listen to this stuff because we're proud of it and we're excited to release it sure and thanks for sharing that and and i'm sorry to hear about the loss of your sister man but uh but that really was a, a beautiful song i'm glad you you did put it out um, and I think what's cool too about uh, you know, the the heavy music and and one thing that I've always the way I've always described it to people in terms of like why I enjoy it. Um, because some people either have an ear for it or they don't. Um, like, you know, Jared, you were talking about your your sisters and they were like, Oh gosh, corn, like, oh, you know what I mean? Like they sometimes people just they just hear noise and they, you know, especially if you're not um somebody who appreciates the the musicality you don't understand how how difficult it is you know um but what i've always described it to people as is like it's a it's a positive release of of negative emotion at least for me like when i really started to get into heavier stuff it was around like 99 which was probably like new metal was starting to peak you know and um that was when my parents got divorced you know so and that's when i started to get in Creed and fell in love with Mark Tremonti and how he plays guitar. And it's been really cool to see what he's done with his solo stuff and with Alter Bridge. And, you know, Miles Kennedy's voice to me is like he's one of the most underrated vocalists on the planet with his range and the, his guitar playing. I digress. But like, you know, heavy music was always that way for me to like get out that anger and that pain. Um, and I think they've even done studies that have shown that uh, people who listen to heavy music are usually calmer because they they have that release. You know what I mean? So yep. guys, is is that kind of, do you feel a kinship there too, in terms of that, in terms of like, it's, you know, whether you're banging on the drums or you have like a really awesome riff or a really guttural vocal, it's just, it's just a way to kind of get out all of that, that dirt and that, that grimy stuff that we all carry. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, to even dive in. Even more, I mean, I think it was last week or the week prior. Again, I'm I'm dealing with a lot of stuff, family stuff, a lot of just crap. Uh, I broke down after one of our songs, just reflecting on the lyrics and just thinking about things in life. And you know, a lot of these lyrics and stuff, like I talked about with Jared the other day, they're they're an extension of me. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff I'm putting in there that um, 
I reflect on it later. <laughs> some of it's some of it's motivational stuff. Some of it's saying, don't give up on your dreams. Don't give up on, you know, what you believe in. And other times it's, ah, I'm living in an infernal wasteland. I'm living in hell within my own, my own mind and my own soul. Um, and I'm, I'm thankful I get to put this stuff out. I'm thankful I get to practice. Yeah. Um, it's nuts. It's nuts. I'm very, I'm thankful for this stuff. I'm thankful I have the voice I have. I'm thankful uh, for the job that I have to be able to make make some of this work, and we're really determined as a band right now. As you see, it's it's a, it's an emotional thing, man. I mean, this thing is a, this is an extension of who I am, and I really want um, I really want to get out there and play and get this music heard. And that side of it, performing is is a is a huge release. I mean, it's just there's no other feeling. <laughs> than performing it and some people i talk to my wife about this stuff who has like no musical skill whatsoever and she's like forget that i'd rather be sitting at home pjs kicked up watching a tv show or watching you on like youtube or something you know what i mean yeah but i mean some people look at that and say no way i'm gonna be caught dead up there doing that stuff i don't know for me it's like give me a mic i'm ready to go I admire the courage it takes to do that, man. Like, uh, just, just last weekend I was home. Uh, I'm from Toledo, Ohio originally, and it's about an hour South of Detroit. So it was, it was a cool place to grow up just as a big sports and music fan. Um, cause Toledo's surrounded by all these bigger areas and bigger cities, but it's got a cool music history too. And, and to make a long story short, there's a venue there called Frankie's inner city on the East side. And it had closed for a few years. The uh, the concert promotion company that used to do shows kind of, I think, uh, like went away. Um, and it was one of those venues that I, I don't know. I think it might have even been pre-COVID that it, it had kind of closed up. And one of my best friends that I met through through music when I used to do music feature stories, uh, his band is Tropic Bombs. Um, for anybody listening to this, it's the bumper music for for this podcast. Uh, you, you hear it at the intro of every show. I love those dudes. But it was their first show in, I think, four years. And uh, they have a song called Light the Way, which is just about kind of, you know, pushing through tough times and, um, you know, looking looking to better days. And and uh, uh, Ryan's wife, her her best friend, um, had had an untimely passing. Um and in like like a week before the show and when they sang that song and had everybody put the put the lights on on their phones and 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 everybody was singing the lyrics back like it was just like this really cool kind of beautiful moment of it's almost like a spiritual experience and i'm, I'm oh, sure yeah. you can relate to that as as being up on the stage playing that when you when you write something and it connects with people and then you have an unfortunate tragedy like you, you mentioned you know with, with your sister and stuff when you're able to express that and then see it connect with other people like it's it's a cool it's a good chills it's not like a like a ooh like scary chills it's like wow it's cool to see people vibe and so i'm just sharing that as like i i, I really you know as somebody who's not musically inclined and has a has a dusty you know amp in my vox amp in my bedroom right now <laughs> Um, and don't tell anybody that I play in Nashville where I live because like there's all kinds of world class musicians here. I digress. But, like <laughs> I love I love music and it's cool. It was so cool to go back and see those guys do a sold out show, see people vibe with the song that they wrote, you know, over a decade ago, and and to have it come together in that moment with his wife there and everything that they went through in the past week. So 
so yeah, man, it's a, it's a long way of saying like I really appreciate anybody who has the courage to to get up and perform in front of people. I, I can imagine it's a cathartic experience, but I'm sure there's probably some nerves too because most people in their day to day lives, I think, aren't um, being as vulnerable, myself included, as we probably could be because um, it's scary to be vulnerable, and and that's like the ultimate vulnerability is when you like. have something on your soul and then you're you're gifted enough to express it musically and share it with people. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited to, to hear the full EP and what you guys have coming, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And in that vein too, I mean, I at least like to reflect, I mean, when my sister passed away, we did have a show two weeks after and then we still performed and I gave a speech and, I kind of connected with some people after that were kind of going through the same thing that I was going through. And yeah, man, I mean, I still, I still talk to some of those people still to this day. I mean, music is just something else, man. Those experiences are just one in a million and I'm thankful I'm a part of it. I'm thankful that I can, there's a chance that I can always be uh, involved with people's lives in such a special way. I feel like writing music and being able to put it out like that. Um, it's just special, man. I mean, just hearing you connect with it, hearing the other people connect with it, people message about stuff. I mean, it's special. It, it motivates me. I mean, you gotta remember I'm a regular guy. I mean, just <laughs> I'm a guy. I have a working eight hour day, nine hour day shift. Uh, I, I have a house that we're sitting in right now. I have mortgages. I got, I got bills to pay, man. Um, it's tough. It's tough to try to, then be like, all right, well, I worked a crazy day. Let's come home and just, you know, pour my soul out in this song and make sure it's a freaking masterpiece. And then, you know, carry on with my day, man. I mean, it's, it's not easy, but people saying thank you and liking and commenting, sharing it, it's motivation. And, and when I say thank you on every single comment or post, I, I'm genuinely meaning that I'm not just spamming for whatever I'm, I'm, you took the time out of your day to comment. You took the time out of your day to like our stuff that this is an expression of me. This is how I cope with a lot of stuff and for someone to peer into my life and say I really like that or I vibe with that or just keep on going thank you I mean that's that's big you help me more than I, you, you even know it <laughs> help me help you help me help you <laughs> yeah and, and just uh, that's a good segue into despondency which uh when I looked up the dates to it was kind of cool to me I don't know it was like if it was intentional or not if it was just like the, the synchronicity of like the stars aligning but it, it released, I believe, on June 9th, and that was basically like three years to the day of divination when that came out. It was like 612 of 2020. What, what's it been like for you guys to see the response to that? I mean, I, I think one of the last – I have Spotify. That's a streaming service I use. It was over 12,000 streams, I think. Um, the music video is over 15,000 streams, and was it Square Up Studios that you guys did the music video yeah. with? Can you, can you kind here. of – yeah. Yeah. Like what's it been like to see just uh, everything come together? Just, I mean, as we're talking right now, I mean, when people hear this, it'll, it'll be August, but it's mid July and, and you know, what, six, six weeks, you know, uh, five weeks, it's, it's really been killing it. How cool has it been to see um, some of the reaction videos and, and all that are even coming in too. And the playlist ads like um, congrats, but what, what's it been like to, to see this in such a short period of time, be so successful, especially after, all the things you guys have been through the last few years. You want to speak? Uh, no, I was just, sorry. I was just, I was don't, just don't no, it, sorry. it does remind me that we have had some adversity. We had some adversity, even writing yeah. 
as early as last October trying to finish this. Um, I mean, had some ups and downs, unfortunately. Um, I would say it was it was nice to see because we felt like grinding and grinding, grinding and grinding. We felt like we're overdue to put something out, and that was also a cons- like something we were definitely putting on ourselves. But we were just like, man, it's been it's been a long so time. long yeah. since we released something, especially in the realm of internet world where yes yeah, everything so coming goes out. here here's a here's a video here's so the fact video. that like the fact that leading up to the release like there were still people like saying hey i'm excited and supporting it that meant a lot to me even just leading into it because it was like thank you for being patient, patient. like heck even right before despondency just looking back and you can see us gaining followers and stuff. It's like, heck, we haven't, even put st- yeah, we haven't even put stuff out in a while. It's like, we're like, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It means the world to us. Um, yeah. I mean, I just iterate what they say. I mean, um, it's nuts. I mean, um, I look forward to putting out the EP. Yeah. I mean, I think that's kind of where I'm at with it now. I think people are still sticking around and we're thankful for that. And we're looking forward to meet, meeting new people and no, I'm staring at a calendar right now. We're trying to plan stuff to okay. get on the road and do this and, and this year and start next year, really strong, continuing to get out on the road. Yeah. And for, for people who aren't aware um, as far as the meaning behind despondency, I, I know Nolan, that uh, it, it was it kind of came out of just sort of the isolation and the the uncertainty of the pandemic. Right. And just, you know, yeah. not being able to meet up with the band, uh, seeing relationships around you kind of kind of become difficult. And and I I related a lot to that, too, just because, um, you know, I'm I'm kind of like an introverted extrovert. You know, because people might be like, oh, this dude has a podcast. He's probably like really outgoing. And like, I consider myself to be friendly, but I also really like my alone time. But one thing I realized during the pandemic, there's a difference between like, hey, I don't want to go out or I want, I just kind of want to chill versus like, oh, you can't go out. You can't do it. it. What's the big? Like, so, so the isolation thing, I think it definitely, I've dealt with anxiety and like OCD tendencies and stuff my whole life. And, uh, I, I think the isolation, I didn't really anticipate how much it, 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 it affected me working from home, even though it's, it was nice not having to deal with the national traffic. It was also like, it's like, wow, I haven't seen any family in anything for eight months, but um, not to like take you back to like a, a dark, weird time, but just since it it is, you know, what inspired this single, I mean, can you, can you kind of just talk about sort of working through that and, 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 you know, getting to a healthier place where, where, where you are today? Yeah, I mean, even to echo that more, I mean, um, yeah, the song's been in work for a good minute. Um, and uh, it spawns from the isolation for the pandemic and not being able to meet up. It's also a symbolism of that isolation that I felt like my friends around me and stuff, band members included, uh were not we weren't as tight or things weren't going as well as I, I thought they were and um I've lost friends I mean to just blatantly put it in the last year and a half I've lost probably three of my closest friends 
on like a on an almost permanent permanent level. Pile it in with family issues. Pile it in with being thirty and not achieving my own my own personal goals. Uh, and my own personal goals may be completely not reasonable for some people, or just might not be feasible. But I've been very hard on myself about some of that and that's led to just some dark some dark dark stuff man i mean i don't really know how else to describe it and stuff i feel like crap about myself i feel pretty worthless i feel like uh i don't have value i haven't reached uh, a level of anything and for anyone that's watching this and sits there and goes yeah man these guys are doing something they got fifteen thousand views they got whatever on it i mean look at chester bennington who had the world man and wasn't enough so yeah man (laughs) like despondency like is that i mean there's some days where it just it just feels i don't matter (laughs) i don't i don't have a purpose the shit i'm working on the stuff i'm vibing with it's 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 only meaningful to me and that's fine and i should find peace within that um it's hard to put into words exactly, man. Um, but just self-doubt and dark vibes and not having your friends there when you you feel like you need them can really bring out the the darkness in your brain and your mind when in reality it's it's you do have people around you and you you have value on this planet. You need to remind yourself how how hard it is to remind yourself you gotta do whatever it is, man. You got to write it down on paper. The things you're doing, you got to remind yourself. You got to look at things that you've done. And you got to be thankful we have a life. And there's people that are paralyzed. There's people that can't speak. There's people that have no home. There's people that, that have crippling diseases and, and, other, and other ailments and stuff. That, and in reality, dude, you have, um, you have a lot to look forward to. I know things seem very, very bleak some days. Um, you got to look for that light. And I know that's like one lyric in the song, seek the light everyone talks about, surrounded by the figures that see my fears and doubts. People can tell you, yo, dude, there's a light, there's there's goodness. But unless you believe it, I mean, that's a that's a that's a journey, dude. That's a real journey. And I found it. And some days it's better than others. Um but for anyone listening, man, it's like you're not alone. You gotta, you gotta talk to people. It sucks, and I, I get emotional like this every single time. These guys are used to it by now. So anybody that's listening, know that this is a a common thing. I'm very open about this. I'll talk to you at shows about this stuff. Um, I love everybody. As long as you're trying to be a good person and reflect good values upon people. You have a purpose and you need to push through. And uh yeah, man. I'm very thankful we put this out and I look forward to the other songs because the other songs are in similar veins, losing friends and and stuff. Sorry, I'm tr- I'm trying very hard to get myself together, guys. <laughs> no, man, there's no there's no need to apologize, dude. And even though this is the this is the first time we talked, I, I just want to let you know, like I uh you know, um, I like like you and I think a lot of people who listen to this uh, relate to it. Um, I think there's there's strength in, in being able to 
to speak about this stuff and 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 uh, show your emotions, man. And and again, I'm I'm sorry if I if I peeled back the 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 no. onion. Thank you, man. This Talk is the whole. This is honestly, this is the point of it. Yeah. This is the point of it. This is the reason why we put the song out, and that that's the truth of it. That's why we love doing this. This is why we put out "Take Me Back Rewind." This, this reason why we put out these songs because they do mean a lot. And some people might be like, "Wow, this guy's just putting on a fucking show and shit." These things are a reflection of me. Well, and I want I want to let you guys know too, man. Like, even though this is the first time we're speaking, please please stay in touch. You know, um, oh, I don't yeah, don't just do this stuff for. For content, I mean, obviously, I love it when anybody takes the time to come on the show. But um, it's it's been cool so over the past. Your years. time, yeah. I'm, I'm very thankful we got a chance to meet, man. I mean, you're definitely you're a friend, dude. <laughs> definitely a friend, man. Yeah, and 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 I and I and again, I I think it's important to not, and I know you guys very much share that message too. It's important to to let people know they're not alone. Like I've 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 had some dark days over the past uh, couple of years. You know, twenty. 2021 was a rough one. I won't. I won't go into too much detail because I. I know there's listeners that have have heard it. Heard heard it, me touch on it a little bit before. But I mean, it was. Um, I, that was a year that I had more death in my life than at any other point. Um, I went through a really really difficult, just kind of uh, blindsided, you know, breakup that was really tough with somebody who I thought that time was was it, and 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 it ended very quickly, and it was just kind of like. You know, so it was crazy. I've, I for a good year, um, from from probably like spring of twenty twenty one through, uh, you know, towards almost the end of last year, I kind of felt like I was just sort of like floating and treading water, you know. And even though I love the water, it was like it, I felt like again, not to be like dramatic, but you just kind of feel like yeah, I'm just out at sea here. Like when when are these waves going to stop coming? And it's like you don't. You don't want to feel sorry for yourself. And there's only so much of that you can kind of wallow in. And I ruminated a lot, but, you know, therapy really helped. Um, my close friends and family really helped. Music is a huge help. You know what I mean? Uh, work was actually a good distraction, my day job. Uh, and then doing this podcast and being able to connect. That's one of the beautiful things about technology. There is a lot of vitriol in social media. There's a lot of trolls. Uh, I don't even know how many of them are real or how many of them are just like engineered evil freaking bots. I don't know. But uh, thankfully, I haven't seen too much of that with the stuff that I do. But but this podcast really was kind of like a I don't even know the word I'm looking for. It was a good I don't know if respite's the right word, but it was a good kind of place for me to kind of go and be able to to connect with people in a positive way through all those difficult things. And, and every day is still a struggle, you know. I'm sure there's people that have probably seen me like, you know, check to see if my car is locked and probably think I'm nuts. Like, what's what's that weird? And I'm like, dude, I trust me, you don't want these compulsions. You know what I mean? So I I I it's a long way of saying that um I appreciate you being vulnerable, man. And I and I and I I genuinely hope you guys stay in touch. And and same thing for anybody who listens to to this, man. Like, um, you know, um, there's there's a lot of people you mentioned Chester Bennington you know, who outside looking in, it looked like, you know, yeah, those guys had everything. And um, you you really don't know what people are going through. And I, I think talking about it is, is, is really one of the best things that, that anybody can do. You know, uh, like you said, one of the key things you said when, when, when you were talking about, you know, what you went through is that, you know, even if you can't see it, there are people who care about you and love you and want what's best for you. 
And I think that's, that's the thing to hold on to when it seems like everything else is going to hell. Um, that's the one thing that I've been thankful for is that I can count on both my hands, the people that, that really love me and care about me and want to see me shine and succeed. Even when I don't feel good about myself or I beat myself up over having anxious things that I wish I could, you know, just snap a finger and get rid of. But, um, but yeah, I would say talk to people, know you're not alone. And, and also, um, you know, even a conversation I was having yesterday, shout out to, to my therapist, John, he's a great, great dude. Who's helped me a lot, but, um, you know, being able to recognize that we are not our thoughts um, and we are not that negative stuff about ourselves that we don't like. Um, that's one thing I try to remind myself of when I'm having a moment, like being like, okay, I'm not going to beat myself up for having a moment right now, whether it's like an OCD thing that I can't get out of my head or it's anxiety or it's depression. Trying to look at those things as like passing clouds. Um, that's That's one thing I've tried to remind myself of like, okay, this, this too shall pass, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm not a doctor and I'm not perfect. Um, and I've had dark days and great days just like anybody, but that's, I'm 35 now. And that's kind of where I'm at is like going, okay, like, you know, this, 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 this too shall pass, whatever the thought is, whatever that negative moment is, try to try to separate yourself and look, look at it as like a passing cloud and, 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 you know, it's easier said than done, but that's kind of where I'm, I'm at today too, man. You know, and even last week, like I went home to see family and friends and my grandma ended up being in the hospital and she's 94. She's had a great run, but I got a call from my mom on, on the way home from the airport that, you know, she, Hey, she just had a heart attack, like right in front of me and your uncle. And I don't even know if she's going to make it. So it's like, I went home planning to see her anyway. And then she ended up being in the hospital. So it's just, life is, is always going to be full of those waves. And I, and I, I think I've just learned like, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help and, and, and know, know that there are people around you who, who care. Um, because sometimes it takes those people to, to remind you of the light that you have that, uh, you shouldn't be afraid to, to shine. So long way of saying, man, I relate to a lot of, uh, uh, everything that, that you were talking about too. And, um, I hope you know you're you're not alone and that that and it's okay to have a moment. It's okay to get emotional. Um, you guys are from outside of Philly, so I'm sure you probably grew up with a lot of the kind of rub the dirt on it, suck it up kind of stuff that probably I grew up with in the Midwest. And there's a certain level of that that I appreciated from my childhood of just kind of mm -hmm. being tough, sucking it up. But it also takes a lot of strength to be vulnerable too. And even as men, it's like we're not we're not robots. You know, I do want to say I really appreciate you opening up and I do appreciate everything you said. And honestly, like you, you may have you made the crack. You might not be a therapist and stuff. But I mean, the the two phrases you said about uh, you are not your thoughts, I think is what you said. And the, the, the passing clouds, you know, um, that's that one's the most recent one that I've heard that I've had to, you know, dude, you're in the middle of a storm a shit storm right now. It's it's just you, but look, dude, over there, there's some, you know, some smooth sailing. You just got to, you got to tune this out right now. This cloud is not going to be over you all the time, man. And sometimes it feels like that. And sometimes stuff does unfortunately happen to people back to back to back to, to back. And I, like you said, it sucks having that mentality growing up. Well, just rub, rub some dirt in it and shut up and get, get back to work kind of mentality. Uh, I'm thankful for some of it, but it, it didn't really teach me coping skills. Yeah. 
And like, it didn't teach me coping skills. We're trying to be real about that. That, that, that. That's not coping. That's not learning how to, to manage what is truly gripping you right now in your face. And the whole That's just bottling yeah. it up for a bigger blow up in the future. The whole be a man and don't cry, you know. Yeah. Don't show emotion. It's, well, I'm not a man. I cried like four times on this it, thing. It's toxic, you know. <laughs> be in touch with yourself. Yeah, be, be in touch with yourself. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I... I and that sucks because that is, a, I mean, that's a stigma that's being talked about today along with a lot of other things. Um, you do, I think being vulnerable is something that I guess people don't do enough of. And um, I mean, I might be full of more fun than a normal person, though. So that's also something I try to. But at the end of the day, it's like, look, man, I can you do got to find the people that care about you. You got to find the things that make you happy and you got to freaking dive in as long as they're safe, you know, you got to be safe and healthy and happy, but you got to find the things that, that really drive you in life, whether that be drawing, whether that be work. I mean, there's some people that love life and they just work. I met a guy that worked factory. He, he wanted to work like 80 hours a week. Like he's going in and like trying to be cross on Sundays and stuff. And I looked at him I'm like, dude, are you really happy right now? He's like, I'm having the time of my life, dude. I'm like, are you really though? Look, man, my freaking 401k is through the roof. My house is paid for. I freaking, my kids are fucking settled. For some people, that's living the dream, man. And, that, and they're content. And that's, that's all that it takes for them to be wired good. For me, I have aspirations on getting on the road and somehow having a house and doing some other things. And some days it's really freaking hard. And then I don't, I lose a friend or I get, too caught up in my own emotions and my own head and my own thoughts and my own things and becomes overwhelming and trying to process all that stuff too can be a freaking headache and a nightmare and then you're like well i need to i need to compete with the world and the internet everybody's putting out a new video every five seconds and they're all mini content creators and everybody's life is is better because the internet shows it and that's not really the truth the internet's just showing you the highlights of yeah. people's Dang. lives hey social media and social media is a cause of a lot of my personal turmoil. I'll tell you that straight up looking at that stuff. I see talented people all the time and I think I'm a piece of crap and I shouldn't feel that way. I should be just enjoying content and be happy for people and what they're doing and displaying that they love doing what they're doing. But you're sometimes your brain's wired to think differently and think stupid thoughts. You are not your thoughts. I'm going to remember that phrase. You are not your thoughts, man. You're not your negative thoughts. That's the truth. I'm not, I don't feel that way towards those people. I don't feel that way about anyone. I want to see people happy and successful and living their stuff and being safe and healthy in the process of it all. I mean, I yes. wouldn't be able to listen to music if other, if other people weren't successful and weren't doing stuff. I wouldn't have the great bands I listen to now. If I wished, I wished ill things upon everybody. Nobody would go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and there's, and there's always failure in comparison too, right? And I think Again, I think what's cool about about modern technology, and thank you guys again so much for your time. This is is a great discussion. Um, but I think that's one of the things about modern technology, right? It can connect you with people all around the world, like stuff like this. You know, if this was 1955, you know, uh, I don't even know if we would have been able to record it. We would have been able to talk on the phone, but there wouldn't be video. There wouldn't be this kind of connection, which is which is more intimate. But but then part of that too is. Um, there's always failure in comparison, right? Like, like even doing podcasting, like sometimes I'm like, man, there's like 4 million podcasts out there. And I always feel like, you know, I, maybe I should be doing more. 
because there's times where I get home from work and if I if I sit down on my couch, you know, I'm just like you start like doom scrolling and then I'm like, no, I need to work out. I need to get up off this couch. I need to work out. I need to listen to some music. I need to hit up some people. I need to da 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 da. But there's always going to be failure in comparison. And I and I've learned to just like be like, dude, it's stupid for me to compare myself to like, you know, Joe Rogan or even like a famous musician that has a podcast because it's like I I you know I'm I'm a dude that that went to school for journalism. I I love music grew up playing sports and and listening to music and always had that connection with those two things and was fortunate enough to connect with people in my hometown that I'm still close with to this day who helped me get my start in this stuff. And, um, you know, I've learned that like, you know, even if you had missteps along the way, all those things are part of who you are now. So it's, it's always easy to look back retrospectively and be like, Oh, I should have done this. Or maybe if I would have done that, but it's like, but if you would have done those things, you wouldn't be who you are now. And if you could have done better at the time, you would have. Everybody does the best they they could do at that current current time. And that's even a big role, I think, in forgiveness of yourself and people who have crossed you. It's like, you know, if that person could have done better at that time, they probably would have. Most people aren't like vile, evil creatures. There's some left up people out there that do horrible things. But most, I think most people are just trying to do the best they can with whatever environment they came from. But, but yeah, with bands and stuff now, for sure, there's, you know, th there's like the, the whole media component of it. Um, that's a lot different than it was probably the eighties and nineties and even the two thousands before social media really ramped up where now people post TikToks or um, the marketing aspect of things. It's definitely, there's a business side of things that I think even up and coming bands you know, bands who are, who are, you know, developing their sound like you guys, there's more, there's definitely pressure of like, oh shoot, now this band's putting out a single and this band's putting out a single. But I think at the end of the day, what I've, what I see is just, I think if you just do what, what means the most to you, it's going to connect with people. Um, and it's, and it's that you'll find your core audience, but as, as hard as it is, you can't look at other people and what they're doing because there will always be failure in comparison. And at the end of the day, the one thing that I got to remember, too, is and I think it's it's not to speak on how other people should feel, but just kind of like what you were talking about going back to Chester Bennington, which is kind of crazy because I think it was it, it might be six years ago tomorrow, five, six years ago tomorrow that he passed tragically, which is weird to to think about that's as we're weird. talking. Yeah. That's a weird time. And I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. But, but like, you know, even if somebody looks like they're killing it, like you said, they might not be, you know yeah. what I mean? There might be bands that have millions of streams or on, or they're on the road right now. And it's like, who the hell knows what they're going through? Just, just like Chester, unfortunately, you know what I mean? So um, at the end of the day, all the, all the, as cool as it is to see numbers, they're just numbers, right? It's like, what makes me happy is when people, you know, come on the show and they're like, dude, I really enjoy talking with you. Thanks for checking us out. Or I have, uh, you know, family or friends will be like, oh man, like uh, I checked out that episode. Like, you know, if I can make one positive ripple effect, like, don't get me wrong. I would love a million streams. I would love 15,000 streams. <laughs> I would love I, Spotify. If you're listening, you want to send me some of that exclusivity money. I, I'm ready. You know what I mean? But it's Let's like partner up. Let's go. <laughs> happy i'm happy for anybody who listens to it man so again I, I feel like i'm ranting a lot on this one but but um but yeah just you know not that you asked for my advice but i think if you guys just keep keep making the stuff that's important to you it's going to connect with somebody i mean 
who'd have thought, you know, a bunch of dudes from Iowa, you know, wearing masks and, you know, making loud, angry, you know, music in 1999 would have become one of the big, biggest metal bands on the planet. There was, there was nothing that, you know, predated Slipknot that, that said that that is going to work and look at yep. now. I mean, so yep. just keep your thing, man. I appreciate that a lot, man. And, and same, same to you, man. Keep the TikTok thing and the social media thing. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's an ongoing thing. I mean, time is very uh, short in terms of you only get X amount of hours in the day. If you're working eight hours a day, you get eight hours and you get home. Do you have a wife? Do you have to cook? Do you got to do other things? Um, yeah, you could really beat yourself up being like, wait, I need to make a TikTok post. I need to make a Facebook post. I need to come up with the statuses and the hashtags. I need to tag people. And wait, should I be doing covers? Wait, should I be doing this? Should I be... I mean, you could sit there for the whole day, just getting yourself crazy about it and then post and then start doing, what'd you call it? Doom scrolling. That's something I'm going to start calling now. Doom scrolling. scrolling. Yeah. Start doom scrolling, man. And you're just going to be like, well, throw the phone away. Get, get out. I'm done. Whatever. And it shouldn't, it shouldn't be that way. It, It really shouldn't be, but you know, you're guilty of always comparing yourself to other people and you want to be the best and you want to be, you know, on the top of the world. It's not your for trying to be egotistical or whatever you just want to do good and you want people to see your stuff and you, you love what you do and you want to resonate with other people you know so yeah well before we wrap it up officially dudes thanks again so much for taking the time i'm i'm genuinely excited for for what you guys have out already and i i can't wait to hear the rest of of imminence and I know you guys said it's it's not totally set in stone yet, but you guys do have a show when this comes out. Like I said, this will be about mid-August as it's hitting everybody's ears. Um, and you've got a show coming up on on August 26th. It's at the – is it the Art Academy of Music or the Art Academy of Milton, rather, in Milton, PA? Yep, yep that's correct. You got, can you guys talk about that a little bit as far as the bands you're, you're playing with, you know, for people who want to come out to the show? Well, all I can really say about the show and stuff is I have not seen any of these acts. I'm very curious to see Jordan Sitar and The Possessed. I probably butchered his name completely. I'm terrible with that. Um, seeing their music video they just put out looks really good. Um, really thankful for the show. I believe Nikki is the one that set it up. Really appreciate that. Uh, have we played Milton before? No. No. I've never played Milton before. Seen some photos of the venue. Looks pretty cool, and we're stoked to play it. We got a couple more shows. Um, September twenty third, we're playing at the Power Plant in. I think it's Phantom Power. Phantom Power, Power. Millersville, Millersville, and then there's another show that's in the works right now for sometime in November. Um, and we're trying to look behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, there'll be some stuff coming. New content, all this other stuff. You'll see. Well, one last thing before we wrap it up, and thanks again, dude, so much. I really appreciate the time, and and I appreciate just the the open dialogue, man. Um, hopefully, I didn't I didn't rant too much, but no. um, anything that you guys are uh, are geeking out on right now, whether it be shows, movies, songs, albums, it doesn't even necessarily have to be new that that you want to pass on, and then and then part two of that would just be. You know, since we did talk a lot about kind of, you know, some of some of the the darker things and what we've been pushing through, you know, any 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 words of wisdom or things that have worked for you guys pushing through tough times uh, that you want to pass on to anybody who's listening. Well, we look one, I guess I'll just reiterate it again. We look forward to releasing the CP. The date is not released. Um, We will be releasing another 
single off the EP sooner than later. The date is like being talked about like right now. So know that anyone that's listening, we're not hiding anything. The EP's done. It's in our hands. We're just trying to plan this accordingly. There'll be a little piece of content to go along with it. Um, In terms of music and things that we're watching and doing that we like other than what we're currently working on. Well, I will say following the EP and the other stuff we're working on, we're extremely excited. I think it's it's in the same vein of this EP, but it's pushing some of the boundaries. We're really excited about some of the songs. That's what we're kind of talking about before we, we hopped on here. We were kind of just demoing some of them. And uh, in terms of what I've been listening to or what I've been doing, uh, I mean, to be honest, I've been working on <laughs> a lot of covers on my personal channel. So I haven't had time to catch up on... Uh, I was in the middle of Mandalorian, I'm sure... Anyone that's watching this is like, oh, man, you got to finish it. I can't believe you started it. The show's awesome. I can't wait to finish it. I hope I get I hope I get to finish it at some point. And uh, I'm currently painting my house. And I'll uh, part two. I'll answer after everyone else has kind of said any of their bets. What are you listening? What are you listening to? Yeah, he's August Burns Red. Yeah, there you go. He's listening to August Burns Red. Well, I was just saying for me, it's like I know with me depression wise anger wise anything it's going to the gym like metal metal music for me is really a it's soothing to me going to the gym and throwing on august burns red or white chapel or any of those bands you know uh but 10 years ago i wouldn't listen to a band like lorna shore now every day it's like oh here comes sun eater just get those pumps in uh you know it's it's finding that balance uh between talking to people, being in touch with yourself, uh, reaching out to people and whatnot. It's like, not even to bring up uh, August Printer and stuff, but they usually their stuff's, you know, uplifting and whatnot. It still is, but this recent album, it's it's about COVID times. It's dark. It's it's different for them, but it's it's still uplifting in that manner. Uh, so that that's just me. I Death Below. Go check it out. I'm a huge fan. Happened. It always goes to the AVR promotion. <laughs> what are you listening to, Marcus? I, you, yeah. love, you love Veil Maya, right? Yeah, the new album is really sick. Um, still listening to Common Man's Collapse a lot, though. I don't know if you're familiar with Veil, but they're definitely my favorite band. Um, I gotta, I gotta check out more of their stuff, man. I, uh, I loved the new, uh, the new Currents, but I need to, I need to check out, um, I need to check out some more Veil Maya for sure. Yeah, yeah, dude. If you're gonna check an album out, I would recommend Common Man's Collapse. It's their oldest album, but um, I think you would appreciate that one. Uh, other than that, I've been listening to Art of Deception stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm learning the I'm learning. I'm getting caught up with the set. Honestly, that's what I've been doing mostly. And uh, I'm watching Dragon Ball Kai on the other right okay. now. Okay. Okay. First time I've watched it in like ten years, so. Getting back into it. Yeah, I used to watch Dragon Ball Z back in the day. But parting words to get serious about it all. I mean, it would be, it would be a yes. reiteration of... Uh, yeah. Well, no, no, no. Get more to add, dude. No, Jerry. No, I got some <laughs> music and the... Let, uh, this, let this man speak. Apparently, I didn't realize it. You're good. I honestly... Uh, TV-wise, I haven't watched a show in I don't know how long, so... I TV wise not much. Uh music wise, 
just been listen to everything. Yeah, you listen I listen to, to everything. everything. Uh, like, and I mean everything. Everything. Like, yeah, like uh, who were you seeing? My uh, f- one of the favorite performances I ever saw all the time was Bjork. Um, <laughs> do you know who Bjork is? Just curious. I'm I'm familiar with the name, but I I probably couldn't name you a song. Okay. Yeah. Well, she's, she's been a recommendation. Yeah, that Icelandic goddess has been pumping out tunes since like '93. She's like '93. <laughs> she's in her late '60s, early '70s, and still, still playing, still performing. It's incredible. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Phoebe Bridgers lately. Uh, the National. I where I work at, I can't necessarily play angry music. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, the winery, yeah. the winery probably wouldn't condone that. So I put on things that are a little more easy listening. But it's it's made me find kind of push into some other genres. I think I was already the one that had the most eclectic music taste oh, um, yeah. <laughs> of all of us. But I don't know, music wise. I I would say it's Phoebe Bridgers in the National, and then shows reruns of River Monsters. <laughs> River Monsters. Nice. As you said that about working at a winery, that I that would be a hilarious music video just to have like all these like upper crust people, and somebody be like, "Hey, what's that palette picking up?" And then just like cue the death metal. That <laughs> yeah, oh, that's, that's a good idea, good. man. Now watch that happen. Well, then we'd have to have you in the music video then. Have to have you in it. So yeah. You would have to be one of the guys well, coming we'll in. Maybe an, oh, an executive producer. Uh, yes. I like this. Part two coming soon. Here we go. Down. Anything else sad here? Anything else? Oh, sad. I think you said anything else sad. No. Anything else sad. Anything else sad. No. I guess the party. <laughs> listen to Bridget. I'm looking at the Phoebe Bridger. It is heavy. <laughs> it is beautiful music. <laughs> it's beautiful background music, but if you do listen to lyrics, yes, it will be sad. <laughs> well, that was a fun little bit right there. Yeah. I, I, hey, I, I look forward to seeing this. Um, that being said, though, uh, reiterating basically everything I said throughout this entire thing, I feel like I, I touched upon. Um, you asked a lot of the, we, you prompt a lot of the questions, and I feel like through those questions, I kind of gave answers to it. I mean, I think you know, life is hard. Period. I mean, just saying that just sounds stupid, but trying to remind yourself and find people that genuinely care about you and your long-term happiness is important and period you have to find that um and just reaching out i mean there are helplines and it might seem like why would i do that you do that because your life has value there are people that care about you whether you know it or not um i literally have to have these guys remind me of that 24 7 again we talked about the views and the chester bennington and stuff i mean for me, looking at it for a man that I idolized vocally, I mean, that dude was God on stage. To me, he was the best at both worlds, cleans and screaming and just stamina and, and all of it. I mean, he pushed the boundaries, man, to find out that's what happened. And it was because of that. I mean, look at Robin Williams. I mean, Robin Williams. I mean, Robin Williams, man. Blubber, man. I, I mean, to be yeah. real with you and, and to open up, you want it. I, man, I haven't even, I, I actually refuse to watch a Robin Williams movie. I haven't watched it since he's passed. It's actually physically hard for me. 
because that man was an influential man in my childhood and he instilled happiness and he instilled positivity. That was his message. And it's so sad to see someone that I'd say preached it or spoke on it. I don't want to say preach because preach only sounds like in a negative tone. Um, but for someone, someone yeah, that yeah. lived it and emphasized it and, 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 and wasn't able to have the resources to reach out, I mean, that kills me, man. I absolutely. It breaks, it breaks my heart, man. That, that should, that should have never, ha- it should have never happened. And it should never reach that point. No one should, it, sh- it should never reach that point for anybody. And if you're feeling that way, you need, you need to find your happiness and you need to call someone. You need to talk to somebody, find a cat. You got, a, you got an animal. My cat is like my number one freaking friend, dude. Like I'd be so lost without him, man. Um, Keeps knocking on the door. Yeah, hey, my cat's trying to get in here like the last 45 minutes. So if people in the background are hearing tap, 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 it's, 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 not, it's my cat. He wants to come in. He wants to say what's up. But know that you are loved. I love you. I will talk to you at a show. You can hit us up in our DMs. Um, just know that we care. We do care. We genuinely care. We are going through or we're probably going through something similar that you are going through. You are not alone. Period. You are not alone. Well, I appreciate the time, fellas. For for everybody listening, go follow the Art of Deception at the Art of De- Deception official on Instagram. I'll have all the links in the podcast description for everybody checking out. Go run up the streams on despondency and keep an eye out for imminence. Really appreciate the time, fellas. Thank you so much. Keep in touch, and I uh, can't wait to hear the EP, man, for sure. Thank you, and yeah, thank thanks, you, thank you, man. Righty dighty, there you have it. That was my conversation with Nolan, Jared, Travis, and Marcus of The Art of Deception out of Pine Grove, Pennsylvania. Make sure you go follow these guys on Instagram at The Art of Deception Official. The links to all of their stuff will be in the podcast description for this episode. So just scroll down to the bottom of the podcast description, hit those links, and go follow and support my dudes in The Art of Deception. If you love heavy music, if you love headbanging, if you love deathcore, metalcore, great riffs, great lyricism, you will love these guys. You won't be disappointed. Once again, if you love After the Burial, if you love Whitechapel, if you love Silverstein, if you love August Burns Red, uh, you will you will definitely enjoy these guys. And I'm not just saying that to pump them up. They're very talented. Once again, Despondency is out now. Go check out the music video. It's awesome. Go stream the single, run it up, and keep an eye out for their forthcoming EP titled Imminence. I know I can't wait to listen to the whole thing. And for all of you in Pennsylvania, they have a show coming up on August 26th at the Art Academy of Milton in Milton, Pennsylvania. So once again, go follow them on Instagram at the Art of Deception Official to get all the deets on that as well as check out the other bands on the bill. And yeah, man, positive vibes all the way around. Once again, I just want to say thank you to Nolan, Jared, Travis, and Marcus for your time, and also for opening up and being vulnerable, you guys. Um, you know, once again, like we talked about in the conversation, uh, I think as men, it's there's definitely a stigma with mental health. There's definitely a, a stigma attached to getting emotional and being emotional and being in tune with your emotions. And And I know from where I grew up in the Midwest, and, and maybe it's not uncommon in other parts of the world or other parts of the country even, I digress, but uh, there's, 
there was definitely a, a rub some dirt on it and suck it up mentality. And, and I got to be honest, there's a certain element of that in life that really is important to learn, uh, to tough it up, to suck it up, as it were, and uh, you know, grit your teeth and get through it because life is going to throw you curveballs, man. And there are going to be waves that hit you. And there's going to be moments in life where it just feels like those waves keep coming and the undertow keeps pulling you and dragging you under. And you're like, God, I just, I just want to, I want to get to the light. I want to get to the surface. I want to gasp for air. I want the water to calm down. So there's a certain element of toughness, in my opinion, that is important to know that unfortunately there are going to be people in this world that try to take advantage of you. There are going to be people who hurt you. Unfortunately, there's going to be people you really love that hurt you and disappoint you. Um, so I think there's a certain level of, hey, you got to look out for yourself. You do have to pick yourself up by your bootstraps because life gets hard and the world is hard and there are a lot of cruel people. However, I think it's really cynical to live in that every single day, meaning to think that everything is bad or all people are bad. Everybody is cynical. Everybody's out to get you. Everybody's trying to get one over on you and step on you so they can get ahead. That's not true. There's a lot of great people in this world. There's a lot of kind people in this world. And even me in my life, man, like despite some of the things that I've gone through where people have betrayed me or hurt me or broken my heart, I, I haven't given up on love. I haven't given up on the human spirit because when I have these conversations on this show, I am reminded three times a month with these shows that I release. Um, and I hope it reminds all of you of how many great people there are in the world, how many kind, talented, lovely people there are in the world who are using the gifts that they have, whether it's musically, artistically, or just their human spirit to try to leave a positive impact. So don't lose sight of that. So my advice in all of that and what I hope you took out of that conversation is just human to human, love each other, be good to each other, love yourself. Do not be afraid to ask for help if you're struggling, whether it's mentally, with depression, anxiety, obsessive compulsive tendencies like I have, you know, um, know that it's okay to not be okay. But remember that true love does conquer all. I feel like I've been alive enough that, that I can say that. Uh, I've been on this world long enough that I can say that, and I've, and I've seen it in my own life. I wouldn't be here without all the people who believe in me, my close family, my friends, everybody who supports me and has my back. And at your lowest point, and at, at least for me at my lowest point, those are the things that have really pulled me out of that darkness is going, man, I got a lot of people in this world who are rooting for me, who haven't given up on me, who haven't turned their back on me, who haven't thrown me away, who do believe in me. And I got to believe in myself. I got to get out of my own way, you know, and I got to live life confidently knowing that I have something to offer to the world. And it's not about status. It's not about followers. It's not about likes. It's not about comparing yourself to the next person and say, how many streams do I have? How many downloads do I have? How many likes do I have? How many views do I have? You know, how many people think I'm attractive? All that stuff is meaningless. What's important is at the end of the day is how you feel about yourself. Because we all got to get up every day with ourselves. We all got to go to bed every night with ourselves. And at the end of the day, when you put your head to that pillow, all you have is yourself and whatever it is that you believe in. Um, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter how much money you make. It doesn't, it doesn't matter how good you are at whatever it is that you do, how many other people like you or don't like you. It matters about the opinion you have about yourself and what kind of impact you want to leave before your time on this planet is up, before that sand runs out in the hourglass. You know what I'm saying? So just, you know, just know that you're loved, you're worthy, you're worth it. 
and lead with love and just watch the way the world opens up for you. You know, I've realized so much of my anxiety comes from a sense of not feeling in control. Um, and I think even some of the compulsions that I struggle with, it's like, it's like me trying to control things. And, uh, I'm not saying to just totally like embrace like a, a crazy chaotic life. Um, but I am saying that, uh, there's a lot of strength in letting go, you know, and as humans, I think that we tend to hold on to what is familiar to us because we understand it, even if it's painful, even if it's dark, even if it's uh, something that doesn't help us, we we know it, so we 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 take comfort in it, even if it's messed up, which is messed up to think about. But you know, at the end of the day, man, um, I think I really do believe in that quote. The older I get, that everything you want is on the other side of fear, and and even me, I've had to look myself in the mirror these last couple of years where I've really been in hermit mode. Um, and, and isolated myself, which I think has contributed to my anxiety. And I've really had to go, man, there's a lot of people out there, dude, who love you, who want to connect with you. Don't be afraid to get out of your cave and go live life, man, especially if you get one life to live. And uh, don't be afraid to let your light shine. So uh, that's my advice to all of you, man, I, I is just love yourself, love each other. Um, don't allow the, 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 the negative, you know, vitriol of... Uh, you know, of social media and, and the media at large, and, and even people in your environment, people in your circle, the naysayers, the doubters, the negativity spreaders, man, um, don't let that corrupt your worldview, you know, and, and be mindful about what you consume and who you spend your time with, because that's what's going to mold and shape you in the way that you think, you know, the, the content that you engage with. So lead with love. Don't compare yourself to other people. And know that it's okay to not be okay, but don't be afraid to ask for help. So that was kind of a stream of consciousness there. I don't know if it was fueled by my caffeine from my Keurig this morning, uh, but I wanted to leave you guys with that, man. You know, I love you all. I thank you all for listening. And I just want to say once again to Nolan, Jared, Travis, and Marcus from The Art of Deception, keep doing your thing, you guys. I love what you're doing. I can't wait to hear Eminence. Everybody go stream Despondency, and, and thank you to the guys in the band for being vulnerable on this one and for opening up. And uh, for all of you listening, I, I really hope that this puts some pep in your step this week and inspires you to keep moving forward, march forth, persevere, love, and overcome. So once again, go follow The Art of Deception on Instagram at The Art of Deception Official. All their links will be in the podcast description for this episode run up the streams on despondency, go back and listen to their earlier works, keep an eye out for Eminence, and if you are in Pennsylvania, head out to their show on August 26th at the Art Academy of Milton in Milton, Pennsylvania. And once again, you can follow me on Instagram at March4thPod, on YouTube at March4thPod, and my website is March4th.podbean.com. All my links are in the podcast description for this episode as well. If you did like what you heard today, Please take the time to like and subscribe and tell a friend. It goes a long way in helping these conversations get out to more people. And ultimately, that's what I want. I want to put more people onto the art of deception. And I want to put more people onto stories of persevering and overcoming in, in the hopes that it inspires them to, to be better in their lives. So thank you all. I love you all. Keep the faith and be kind to one another. Courtesy of the dudes in the art of deception, here is their latest single, Despondency. Peace. <laughs> Your eyes, what it takes, can't take
Dead. 